Hey everybody, welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Thrive Live podcast. I am here today with Anita Adrian, who is from, um, well, from Alberta, a town outside of Calgary. What's your town called again? Sylvan Lake. Sylvan, Sylvan, sunny, Sylvan, sunny Sylvan Lake, as yeah. opposed to rainy Vancouver. <laughs> um, but she is a feng shui specialist. Uh, and we're going to be talking now, if you know, I, I'm quite a big fan of feng shui. If you watch one of my recent podcasts, I was in Hong Kong uh, interviewing Terry Chow, who's a classical feng shui specialist. Anita does a different version. It's a kind of a melding of different sort of feng shui philosophies. Yes, it is. Yeah. And she teaches it uh, more from the, the, the perspective that I was coming at. If you know, if you watch that one where I was talking with Terry about health, and um, you know hers is very hers is very classic traditional where I'm kind of more interested on the health aspects and how we can use it just to get healthier in our homes um, and that's what Anita does you specialize in that don't you yes, for the most part absolutely so mm-hmm. how does your feng shui like so tell me about like tell me about your style of feng shui because she explained hers with the mm-hmm. compass now you don't use the compass at all. Uh, you know I I don't use the compass but I certainly do uh, respect that school of thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have some um, personal training in that, and so um, I, and I do respect the four directions, okay, right? Which but is it's, northeast, southwest, right? Yeah. So it's not necessarily uh, fundamental in uh, practicing feng shui for health for anyone. Yeah. And so the school that I was trained at pretty much takes um, the compass school feng shui or what we might call the traditional feng shui Mm -hmm. um, melded with the form school feng shui which looks at the lay of the land, the natural environment, brings those two schools of thought together. But then also I put my own little spin on it um, as being a a learner I guess of spiritual wisdom for the Mm -hmm. last 30 years and so I really have uh, looked deep into the spiritual aspect okay. uh, of feng shui too gotcha. and really looked at how uh, you know the, the the end result what does the end result look like yeah right and so it doesn't matter if, if someone's interested in compass school or form school or black sec there's so many um, schools of, of thought yeah. out there uh, you just have to find the one that resonates with you and for me personally, from my experience, from my, the feedback I get from my students, mm-hmm. is that I make it really easy for them to understand, really easy for them to apply. Mm-hmm. And some of my students have even said that, um, you know, just by coming to one or two of my workshops, mm-hmm. the information that they have received has been absolutely life-changing yeah. and that they will carry it with them. Which, which I think is very important because thing is when you look at feng shui, um, you know, some people have a very simple view of it where it's just, oh, that's that you put things around and yeah. you bring good luck. Like, Close well, the toilet well, lid. Yeah, yeah. It, yes, it definitely, <laughs> it, there's definitely more into it than that. Yes. But then you look at something like the traditional, because I, I was studying traditional and it's very complex. It is. I mean, there's something, yes. there's, I don't even know, I don't even, it's, it's in the hundreds of calculations on the compass. Yes. Uh, and it can get very confusing because yes. the compasses aren't even in English, they're only in the traditional yeah. Chinese. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice that your style allows people to take and start implementing stuff right off the top. Absolutely. Which, which I think is really important because I think that's what throws a lot of people off in feng shui is they think it's so 
Um, you know, it's there's so many calculations yeah. into it. Um, now, what do you think about now? Actually, before we get to that, now you don't use the compass, right. but you do have a tool that you do use, yes. don't you? It's a more of a square tool. Yes, and so so, that? so it's um it's it's based on the uh, it's called the Bagua. Okay. Uh, which means eight areas. Which means eight areas, and um, the Bagua comes Even to us. Nine. Yes. <laughs> That's right. The, the Bagua comes to us from the teachings of the I Ching, which is the book of divination. Mm -hmm. And so there are 64 trigrams. And again, you know, that can be a complex yeah. kind of area. And so for simplicity purposes, I call it, um, I don't call it the Bagua in my workshops. We call okay. it the treasure map. The treasure map. Because okay. the treasure map, and so this is really an easy way to explain uh, what the Bagua or treasure map. So if you hear, you know, either one of those terms intermittently, mm -hmm. uh, you'll know it means the same same thing. And so we look at the home as being holistic. And so whenever um, you maybe go on to see a chiropractor or a massage therapist or acupuncturist or somebody like that, mm -hmm. they're trained to look at the meridians of the body. Yeah. And what they do is, you know, they work on you to get the oxygen and the blood flowing and. To remove blockages so that you can be healthier mm -hmm. right so we use the treasure map uh, and it really is like mapping the meridians, so it's the meridians of, of home. the home okay. and so that so it's like the chakras in the home kind of in yeah sense. in a sense but you know what's really interesting like I've been doing this for over 20 years mm -hmm. what I've discovered is that the the Bagua or the treasure map the treasure map like I like to call it mm -hmm never lies okay so interestingly there's this other layer of energetic movement that's happening in in all of our environments mm -hmm. um, and so that the treasure map can really help to specifically get to um, the meridian of your holistic home okay. so for example if somebody were uh, since moving into a particular home maybe suffered some health uh, issues. Okay. Right. So then, the first thing we would do as a uh, feng shui practitioner is we'd look at the health uh, area of their home which environment, which is the center area. Which is the center yeah. area. So what we'll do is in a few minutes we'll talk yeah. about the different areas. Yeah. And so we might look at that area in particular and see how energetically that is um, affecting the um, electromagnetic field. Mm -hmm. um, the person or persons that live in that home. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of, again, uh, you know, different layers of energy that we can look at within the home and that's just mm -hmm. part of it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, let's explain. So, so the Bagua is a, um, it's a, it's a map, basically, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's just basically three squares across the top, three, across three in the, the middle, and three in the bottom. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so if you're looking at somebody's house, mm -hmm. you would get a blueprint of their house, yeah. ideally a perfect blueprint of their house, right? Ideally. Scale. And then you would just place the map kind of on top of that. Mm -hmm. And then, can you explain what the different corners mean? Like you got your top left, your fame is on all the top mm -hmm. middle. Yeah. So what are all the different corners? So uh, the areas are all representative or connected to um, uh, areas in our own personal lives, mm -hmm. okay? That and together it's, it's create a, direct, a holistic, right. a complete health. Right, so a direct relationship. So for example, uh, in the far left corner is um, 
up here, mm-hmm. up here, up here, up here, up here, over here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the left we'll corner, it. Yeah. up in this corner, in this corner is. is the wealth and prosperity. And of course, you know, a lot of people that's the first area because everybody wants more abundance, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I go into do someone's home, they'll, you know, maybe want to talk specifically about that. And then what I discover is that maybe their wealth and prosperity area of their home is in really good health. And in fact, it's their uh, love and relationship area of their home okay. that's causing the problem. So, so let's go over just the areas. Yeah. So there's, there, there's, there's wealth and prosperity. Yeah. You don't think you want to order, but yeah. whatever. So wealth and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Fame and recognition or reputation. Yeah. Then we have uh, love and marriage or uh, what we call relationship area. Mm-hmm. Then we that's have right. children and creativity or creation. And so again, that's where ideally your art center would be. Yeah, but you know what? That that's a uh, I call that joyful expression. Okay. That's a really that's a really key area. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and I, again, I. I Go yeah. into more detail, explain why. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, we have our helpful people, or sometimes it's called travel. Okay. Um, and then we have career. Six. Yeah. Then we have our uh, self development or knowledge, wisdom. That's where you listen to your podcast yes, like this. The wisdom area. That's right. Um, and then we have health, uh, or we have family. Okay. Family. And that's yeah. eight. And then in the center. And the center is, is our health. And so, really, it makes sense mm-hmm. it totally makes sense because if you don't have a good foundation mm-hmm. if you don't have health you don't have wealth but well, that's why it's kind of like it's well it's like a target yeah. in the middle if you think about yeah, it you don't have it's, just, you it's don't just have a anything. square target yeah. and the target it would be that block in the middle which is health yeah. so it's like everything is drawing you into the health right. and so and it shows that holistic uh aspect of uh of our physical self, right? Our, mm-hmm. our physicality is mirrored in the physicality of our home. Okay. okay? And it's, uh, it's interconnected that way. Yeah. So if we're looking at for specific results in an area of our life, we can uh, look to our home environment and see if there's something energetically that's um, supporting mm-hmm. or not supporting us in a particular goal or ask. Let me ask you this. Let's say somebody has a goal to have more prosperity. Yes. But their prosperity area you go in there is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's already pretty yeah. good. Can you is there things you would can you add little bits Absolutely. to increase prosperity? Would you add it to that area or would you add a little elements of prosperity into other areas? So uh, it's like peel it's like an onion in, in a sense. So there's many layers, mm-hmm. okay? So first of all, we look at the the, the micro, um, mm-hmm. uh, pardon me, the macro version. So it could be your, you know, the big picture. Yeah. And then from there, we can apply the meridian map mm-hmm. or the treasure map to individual rooms okay. of the home. Uh, and so there, you would have a wealth and prosperity area within each individual room. And what would that look like? Well. So let's say you do it on a mm-hmm. house, and then I'll, and, and you go into a bedroom and yeah. you map down the bedroom. How would that work? Because does eight does the room have to have all different things in each yeah. corner? Well, not necessarily, because it's not always possible to do because mm-hmm. of our um, architectural designs that we have in North America. It's not always possible. But we always have to consider the room's usage as well. Okay. So, for example, if your bedroom ended up in the wealth and prosperity area of the home, mm-hmm. well, the, the bedroom is the place for rest, rejuvenation, 
and hopefully a little, I don't know, rumper rump room. Yep. Relationship. Oh, yeah, that's Relationship. the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, romance. That's the word romance. I was, that's romance the word corner, I was yeah. looking for. So, but, so, the, so yeah. your bedroom should be your but, relationship in yes. romance corner, ideally. But, 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 but it's not because it's shoveling. But it's not. And so corner. let's say if it's in your wealth and prosperity corner, it's okay. Don't sell the house. Don't, you know, get all freaked out. So what are you doing in that case? So in that case, then uh, in, in order to um, magnetize or attract the chi for the wealth and prosperity, you want to make sure that the room is decorated very opulently. You know, okay. what has deep meaning for you mm-hmm. that feels of abundance and prosperity? Okay. And it's not necessarily that you have to go and get the, um, the Chinese coins. Uh, yeah. Sorry for any of those traditional practitioners out there. Uh, or the Buddha. Or, um, yeah, you don't have to make your house the, look like the, a Chinese you know, antique store. Right, exactly. You don't have to go get, you know, you uh, eight gold cat. fish. You don't need eight you gold fish. You don't need the lucky cat doing yeah, this. Yeah, no, he does yeah. this. I don't need goldfish. You don't need goldfish. Don't need goldfish. Not unless you So here's <laughs> what I say is that um, feng shui has deep roots in Asia, as you discovered, Roar, mm-hmm. right? A deep, um, you know, going back thousands of years and being passed on generation to generation, mm-hmm. these principles and this wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so for, for, for the people that grew up in that culture, that's great for them. Yeah, Because it's sure. deeply rooted in their cultural yeah, beliefs. But their system. symbols don't necessarily right. are and it's, symbols it's at all. Symbolism. So yeah. what has deep meaning for you? So wealth and prosperity. For me, um, honestly, uh, I have I'm not in my bedroom, but in my in my wealth and prosperity area of my home, uh, I have lots of different things, but one in particular that has deep meaning for me of wealth is my, my grandma's button jar. Okay. You know, so it's an old antique jar. And back in the day, you know, back in, uh, my grandma used to take the buttons mm-hmm. of all, you know, old clothing, mm-hmm. and then they used to make um, rag rugs and stuff like that. And so there's this beautiful collection of buttons and okay. the history. You can just only imagine you mm-hmm. know, where these buttons came from, but you, you can't buy buttons like that anymore. Yeah, sure. And I feel blessed and very, um, uh, you know, grateful and all of those things when I look at that button jar because out of 11 children I got grandma's button jar yeah right so, okay and you can't replace that no so that's priceless okay so it just it just depends on it's personal it's personal yeah no it's very personal right. that's the thing about feng shui yeah. too I think a lot of people don't get is it is very personal very and personal quite often yeah. you know you can make a lot of changes that might even break the rules but you know if it's Really, per- like I was reading one story, it was interesting, one of my books, and she was talking about a cactus. Mm-hmm. And it was a cactus in the bedroom. Yes. And it, it normally, it normally they don't want a cactus in the bedroom, but I guess the guy was really sick. Mm-hmm. And to him, the cactus represented, you know, uh, this is a plant that can survive. Right. And a plant that, yeah. you know, can, no matter the hardest conditions you throw at it, the desert, no water, it thrives. So for him, that was a that symbol. That was his symbol. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they kind of broke the rule there, but apparently it worked for him. And, and you know, um, not necessarily, I mean, yeah, there are some, I guess, rules. Yeah, but I'm, I've always been a rule. I've always maybe. been a rule breaker. Yeah. So I like to just go with the flow. So basically, feng shui is the study of energy 
and how that uh, energy flows in your environment mm -hmm. and how it's affecting you in that holistic um, yeah. space. Right? And now the energy stuff is neat because when I talk about it, it's there's the physical energy, mm -hmm. which is literally yeah. the airflow, literally the light, you know, even like odors in the air. Mm -hmm. But then there's the, you know, the mental side too, mm -hmm. where the energy might be, maybe you hate a corner. Mm -hmm. So that corner, you know, it just gives you like, oh, I can't stand that corner. Yeah. It's ugly and it's all cluttered or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's, you know, then obviously what other kinds of energy? So you got psychological mm -hmm. energy, you have physical energy, and then you, you know, know what our home, energy our home uh, really mirrors um, us as our, as human beings. So, mm -hmm. in a holistic human being, we would treat the the physical body, mm -hmm. the emotional, uh, spiritual body, and the mental body. Okay. So our home has those three areas as well. Yeah. And um, so again, just depending on what results you want to get in your life, or maybe what results are currently showing up in your life. Mm -hmm. You've had enough about whatever. So or, if some negative results yeah, might be showing up, you yeah. can fix that. But, or also, uh, if you're just really looking to uh, raise your vibration mm -hmm. and really get into the flow of something, you know there's something better out there and it's like, uh, you, want, you want a better life. Mm -hmm. I would really encourage people to embrace yeah. uh, feng shui and learn a little bit about how they can incorporate some of these principles into their home with ease, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah, something's got to be easy. It is, too yeah. You can definitely do it easily. Yeah. yeah. Now, would you say, I think a lot of people don't use their homes to their maximum potential. No, no, no. I would say a lot of people, especially people that just say rent, mm -hmm. um, you know, even maybe just rent and it's already pre-furnished mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. I hate pre-furnished homes personally. Because um, it's like you're getting somebody else's ideas, yes. and usually mm -hmm. you, things that you can't even move because they're usually screwed or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But would you say I think a lot of people just you know the house is just where you go to watch TV, you know, it's where you just get go to get out of the rain. You know, it's just it's like a place to live. Yeah. Would you people, say a lot of people? Yes. I would say a lot of people don't look at their homes through what I call their feng shui eyes and mm -hmm. seeing their home as as being alive with energy. Yeah. And that they're you know, consider that people spend um, 30% or mm -hmm. more of their, their lives yeah. in their home environment. Yeah, wouldn't it make sense? Would it, yeah, time. wouldn't it make sense to ensure that your home is vibrant yeah. and happy and yeah. alive? Well, it's the same argument as you know, why you should buy a good mattress. You spend one third of your day in it. Yeah. And then people cheap out on it. <laughs> and then they get miserable sleeps. It's like the same thing. So this is just a macro version of that. Right. It's like you're going to spend eight hours a day on a 24. So 33% of your day is spent mm -hmm. in a bed. So you should go buy a good mattress. Yeah. And then you're saying, you know, and I would say you're probably even closer to 40% of your time. Because uh, if you're sleeping for eight, that's already 33%. Yeah. You know, and then you're still showering and getting well, ready. You probably spend 40 to 50% of your time. Well, then, you know, it just house. depends on, on the person, right? So I just uh, kind of... Uh, Put the things into a third, it kind of goes with the mind, body, spirit thing, yeah, too, right? Sure. But uh, yeah, so consider that that's how much time we're spending in our environment. Yeah. And if you really realize how impactful um, the, the subtle messages that your home mm -hmm. is impressing upon your subconscious mind yeah. and how that is impacting how you show up in the world, right? Okay. How you show up in the world. What mm -hmm. would you say then, out of most consultations you've done, 
Um, you have your eight areas, we'll call it nine, with the yep. health in the mm -hmm. middle. Would you say that there's some areas in North American culture, or some just, I guess just aspects that we kind of do naturally pretty well, and some that are, you find lacking a lot, or is it different with everybody? Gosh, you know what, it's, it's, uh, it's very personal, it's individual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I would say, you know, one of the, the biggest things when I, when I go into uh, people's homes to do a consultation mm -hmm. uh, is um, clutter. Clutter, okay, so just okay. too much stuff. Too much stuff. stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, that again, we go into great detail mm. uh, how that really can affect um, the, the body, mind, and spirit mm -hmm. in a person. Uh, and in fact, there's a study that they recently did at um, uh, UCLA um, and specifically followed um, families for a period of five years okay. and um, uh, talked about clutter and the effects. And, and it's profound. It really oh, yeah, is. No. It's, uh, it's profound. Uh, has a profound impact on a person's mental state. Yep. Um, and then that, of course, we know will affect their um, their emotional state, and mm -hmm. that affects their physical being. Yes. And so, really, it's all about vitality and health. How can we increase your personal vibe um, mm -hmm. in this area? Yeah. And then knowing that this area is connected now to the outdoor environment, yeah. uh, so we want that to match. We want those energies to match. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No. I know there's been tons of studies mm -hmm. on clutteredness, especially when it comes to. Um, Basically, even if you have a cluttery desk, oh, what happens mm -hmm. is you can't mm -hmm. focus because your brain, your peripheral vision, you're focusing on all these different aspects, mm -hmm. so it's hard for you to focus on just the one. Yeah. So I know in feng shui, it's really important to just have that nice, clean desk with what you're working yeah. on at the time. Yeah. And then even in your house, you know, you'll have clutter, maybe you just throw everything in a closet, and then so, but so psychologically, mm -hmm. you just try to avoid that closet. Yeah, so, you know, and when you say that, so here's an example. Um, you know, I've worked with lots of clients, but there's one in particular that stands out to me that I did a couple of years back. Um, and I work with a, a couple of realtors, and so sometimes they call me in because they don't know, <clears throat> you know, why is this house not selling and different things. Um, so when you when you look at an environment from an energetic standpoint, you get a, a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. So this it was a really um, very affluent couple, a very large square footage home. Uh, <clears throat> it showed beautifully. You walked in, and you know they had everything in its place. Mm -hmm. You know they had the table set like Martha Stewart had just yeah. been there, and okay. that you know it was beautiful. Yeah, so right? it was all. It was all. It was, what do they call it all? That it was almost staged. Yeah, almost right? like staged. Yeah. yeah, but that's how they lived. Okay. Apparently, I don't know. So, anyways, it was it was beautiful. Well, and so at first, first. <laughs> so when I first, you know, and it, first you come in the front door and you go in the living room and you know the dining room and the kitchen. Da, da. So mm -hmm. when I first walked in, I'm like, gosh, this this is beautiful, and I had a really good feeling, and I'm wondering why isn't this house selling? Like, what's going on here? Aha! Mm -hmm. uh -huh. The moment came. We started opening the closet doors, oh, the okay. cupboard doors. Just packed. Every room that I went into that beautiful home, every cupboard, mm -hmm. every closet um, was chaotic. It was oh, okay. completely stuffed. And so 
what that told me about the people that live there, and I've never met them, I'm only going there with my realtor, mm-hmm. is that their inner world, what was going on inside those, those people's emotions, their mindset, where, wherever they were in their headspace mm-hmm. was reflecting out into their environment. Oh, okay. And so what they were showing the world mm-hmm. was, we're okay, we're a couple. Yeah. We're fine, everything's fine, look at us, you know, we're having yeah. beautiful dinner parties. It was all about the show. But their inner world, what was going on behind closed doors, mm-hmm. was quite different than what they were showing the world. Okay. And I could see that in their home environment. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, um, that's not even why I was called there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But through that, I could give my realtor a different perspective on how to deal with his clients, mm-hmm. uh, gave him some ideas that uh, without touching on that very sensitive issue that this couple was actually in trouble. Mm-hmm. You could see it. Okay. They were, and that that might have been the energy that was holding on to yeah. the home. It's like that couple that seems perfect and then all of a sudden you yeah. find out they break up and everybody's shocked. Yeah, so and I could kind of look at their house through my feng shui eyes and yeah. ooh, yeah. So, okay. so that's, you know, and so that clutter really mm-hmm. was holding on to them not being able to express themselves. Yeah. It was holding on to stuck energy. Mm-hmm. It was like carrying baggage around or something. Yeah. Right. So did you have them? Did you talk to them about clearing out all the clutter? No, because I was actually there with the realtor, right? So yeah. I, I gave my realtor the list of things, and mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and so again, just think about you know if your artery. Um, was blocked, mm-hmm. or you know, try breathing out of one nostril and close mm-hmm. your mouth. You know, it's a little harder, right? Yeah. So um, when we remove clutter, that's what we're doing. We're we're bringing that breath, that life force energy, that chi into yeah. the home, gotcha. and it's going to circulate, yeah. and it's going to affect all the areas, and and again, bring mm-hmm. a more healthy, vibrant, vital. Um, yeah home that supports. So speaking of chi, Mm -hmm. how does nature, because the whole point of feng shui is living in tune with nature Mm -hmm. and your environment. How does, how do, there's the five elements, which are fire, earth, metal, uh, water, and wood. Wood, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's those elements. Mm -hmm. How do they all interact and play? So, uh, again, the five elements come to um, our feng shui teachings from the um, um, <clears throat> the the medicine side of, mm-hmm. of the Chinese medicine. Yeah, the traditional Chinese medicine, side. Chinese medicine. It's, it's all good. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've actually stalled, uh in a sense. You know, the feng shui said, "Hey, you know what." Let's let's take some of this uh, wisdom mm-hmm. and bring it into our home environment and see how that goes. And so, really, um, I love working with the five elements mm-hmm. um, because when we consider that everything that shows up in our physical environment mm-hmm. has come from the resources of this planet Earth. Okay. Okay. And so, the five elements uh, really are the f- the building blocks. Mm-hmm. Of nature, gotcha. and so that's that's the the compositions or the the things that um, 
things are made of to, mm -hmm. to, to manifest physically. And then the, the elements represent different kind of aspects yeah, of so personality mm -hmm. like so I know like the, the fire mm -hmm. um, you know fire they'd say be used in the romance area and I think the fame area is it red yeah. too because it's a powerful sort of red's a power color right but you know again uh, all things in balance yeah right? if you have too much red. so for example I mean we're sitting in <laughs> Vancouver British Columbia mm -hmm. right now uh, was away last year but major feng shui city yeah. by the way yes. hong kong and vancouver um but you know bc was ravaged last year by fire mm. okay so uh when we look out in nature and we consider you know the powerful force that that fire was it turned into a beast mm -hmm. it had no boundaries it had no remorse it just consumed everything in its path oh, okay okay i did not know that so in nature, you know, that, that fire shows up. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it was in abundance yeah. last year, okay? And I think pe you know, people that live in British Columbia would agree with that. It was in abundance. And so then that, that caused um, a lot of anxiety for people, it caused displacement, oh, it, caused, imagine, it yeah. caused a lot of negative or uh, not so empowering things. Mm -hmm. So that's when we bring fire into our home environment, Again, we want to do it in balance because yeah. if it's in abundance, then the home's occupants mm -hmm. can react similarly to that fire that was out of yeah. control. So there, be, so there was too much fire elements in your house. You might be anxiety, anxiety, anger, anger, out of stress. control, all-consuming. Um, you know, people that want to be, you know, large and in charge. Yeah. So A-type personality should probably keep the red to a minimum. But you know what's really interesting? <laughs> what's that? With the five elements is that um, whatever personality type you are, yeah. you are naturally, instinctively drawn to something, uh, one of those five elements. Mm -hmm. And I always find it in abundance in their home environment. Okay. So for example, somebody who is um, emotional, mm -hmm. you know, that just a real empath and really just takes on the world and you know, <laughs> cries it, you know, just yeah. whatever, you know, that kind of person. Uh, those people, if I if I went into their homes, I guarantee you're going to find a lot of water element. Oh, okay. Right? So lots of what's black and blue and, and water features and things made of glass and mirrors and uh, reflective surfaces. All of those things that mimic water in nature. Okay. And again, so when we think of water in nature, when it's in abundance, mm -hmm. what happens? Get it's flooded. like a tidal wave. What happens with a tidal wave? Mm -hmm. Right? You can't prepare for it. It just comes washing over you. And it could, again, it's just, I can drown you. Mm -hmm. okay? yeah, so so there's all those, these kind of relationships in play mm -hmm. uh, from the five elements. And again, uh, the five elements really is a study all of its own. Like you could literally spend uh, hundreds if not thousands of hours mm -hmm. learning about the different layers of the five elements. Okay. But I, I try in, uh, or I shouldn't say I try, I do my very best in my workshop mm -hmm. to give people a, a detailed um, outline of what the five elements look like in their home environment, mm -hmm. how they can recognize them easily, mm -hmm. how they can bring them into balance. Yeah. Okay, so okay. that one's not in control, mm -hmm. you know, one's not leading 
the the room mm -hmm. and just by balancing those five elements <sighs> gotcha mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah. now speaking of the five elements wood, wood. is an interesting one because I know plants living mm -hmm. plants particularly play mm -hmm. a very big part in feng shui and you're you have a background in horticology yeah. too horticulture yeah, yeah horticulture mm -hmm. sorry yes yeah. um so how do you use plants or, or like this is say mother nature mm -hmm. in your home in, in home design so what, so what, what yeah i love i mean obviously i love that uh that element mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites yeah. Uh, but again, we can look at uh, the wood element as being, um, uh, you know, it can be consuming mm -hmm. or it can be nourish nourishing. Yeah. Nourishing. There's Darren. Hello there. Hello, how are you? We'll be done in a few minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Just, we'll just go through them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So hold on. Um, so you were what, saying what you, you said nourishing yeah. it can be destroying. Yes. So when we when we look at wood in nature again, mm -hmm. right? So the ideal uh, natural wood environment. So that's our plants. You know the things that nourish us, that our food source comes from. Mm -hmm. So again, there's you know beautiful parks in Vancouver and on Vancouver Island mm -hmm. that people you know go and they see that flora and fauna, and it just makes them just feel connected to something bigger, like this bigger life force. Mm -hmm. And in that environment, they feel relaxed and comfortable and safe and nourished. Right? Okay. It's almost like it nourishes your soul. Would yeah. you agree? You know, for when sure. people go for a walk in nature and the birds are singing and you know, the sun is shining beautifully and it's just in that perfect balance. Mm -hmm. You know, people have a happier disposition. And so that's what that kind of wood energy does for us. Gotcha. But when it's in abundance, and again, we have this beautiful Mosquitoes. province. We have this beautiful province in <laughs> British Columbia that we can use in, as an example. Yeah. Um, so when we see, you know, the, the big forest, mm -hmm. and if you were to walk into that forest, and then, oh my gosh, the trees are 30 feet high. Mm -hmm. And you turn around and they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then what does that feeling feel like? It feels like, um, you know, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That there's no escape. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, trapped where where, where do I go next? Yeah. And so when people have an abundance of wood energy in their environment, uh, those people are usually in procrastination mode. Okay. They have a hard time uh, getting motivated, getting energized. And mm -hmm. so we would bring in a little bit of fire element to okay. light their, you know, yeah. make sense, right? Yeah, so sure. you feed the wood to the fire and what happens? Exactly. Know? Right. So, so again, it's all about balance. Yeah. So why would a health professional or even a mm -hmm. fitness trainer, somebody who's there to help people get healthy, mm -hmm. somebody whose job it is to help people get healthy, besides them just talking about, you know, this is the food you should be eating and this mm -hmm. is how you should be exercising, why should they care about feng shui or even just, just getting elements, why should they care about the environment? Because uh, your environment has a huge impact on on your 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 vibration, mm -hmm. your personal frequency, how you're showing up in the world, um, 
um, it has just this profound impact. It's not only the, the five elements, mm -hmm. it's not only the treasure map or the Bagua, it's not only about clearing clutter, it mm -hmm. goes to a deeper level, this unseen level of energy that uh, surrounds and permeates all spaces in between mm -hmm. and how we're connected to that and um, how it really is the life force of the chi energy. Gotcha. And so if you want to have a healthier physical body, mm -hmm. then you have to match or mirror that same energetic level in your environment. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, your results will not be satisfactory. I agree with that. I yeah. think the environment is so important. Um, you know, that it cannot be underestimated. You know, like even in traditional like Ayurvedic, you know, you got the internal, mm -hmm. you got the external, and then you have the, the exercise, so the yoga is kind of like the mediation between mm -hmm. the two. Yeah. But I think it's the same thing. I think people, you know, we talk way too much about the exercise and, and the eating, mm -hmm. but we don't talk about what you're surrounded by all yeah. day. And it so absolutely has a huge impact. We yeah. definitely will have to do a part two again, yes. but where can people find out about you right now? What's your website? So right now they can go to uh, feng shui, simply put. Feng shui, simply put. Or dot ca. And you run workshops and certifications. I have uh, uh, workshops, and then I also twice a year do the Western School of Feng Shui. Um, oh, okay. Uh, essential Feng Shui certification training program. Oh, okay. And acclaimed author and teacher and my friend Tara Catherine Collins mm -hmm. started that school uh, when she was prompted actually by Louise Hay. Oh, okay. uh, her and Louise Hay were good friends uh, many years ago, and so um, Tara has just taken uh, her curriculum and her many, many years, and she's an amazing teacher and wisdom, put it that um, online curriculum, mm -hmm. and she found that uh, people were asking for that personal, well, people still want uh, live they, that personal live interaction, and yeah. so um, she actually uh, honored and blessed me the opportunity to uh, facilitate her program hmm. in Canada twice a year, oh, and nice. so that runs for a full week. Uh, it's lots of fun. It's great interaction and perfect. Yeah, we go deep. I imagine. Mm -hmm. All right, so okay. uh, so getting that website is uh, fengshui.simplyput.com or ca. Great. So make sure, guys, if you go there, you can check that out. Lots to know about feng shui. I'm sure you can also message her about the different styles Absolutely. as well if you're interested. Because like we said, there are so many uh, for people that you know maybe have to design entire towns or areas or <laughs> complexes. You know, you got the form. Uh, it can go as big as that. Too. I've heard you can even feng shui your wallet. Absolutely. So, yeah, so it goes yeah. very small, very big. Yeah, anyways, macro, micro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Roar. Thank you.